They put the world in a tin can, black market contraband, and it hurt just a little bit when they sliced and packaged it in a long black trench coat, two hands around the throat. Oh, just wanna get it right sometimes. There's so much to be scared of, and not much to make sense of. How did the clowns ever get control? And if you're here, will you let me know? How can they invade it when it's so complicated? Oh, you just wanna get it right sometimes. You just wanna get it right sometimes. It's how you see the world. How many times can you say you can't believe what you learned? It's how you see the world. Don't you worry yourself. You're not gonna give up. Ooh. And there's something missing. Seems like there's nobody listening. If you run in a circle, I'll be the key to careful. We don't wanna be man trapped. We don't wanna be shrink wrapped. Oh, you just wanna get it right sometimes. You just wanna get it right sometimes. It's how you see the world. How many times can you say you can't believe what you learn? It's how you see the world. Don't you worry yourself. You're not gonna give up. It's how you see
the world. All right, what's going on? Quinn David Furness here. The little intro music, you know, everyone early in the stages of the Bean Town podcast saying, "Hey, Quinn, you know, spruce it up a little bit. Give us." Give us a little show here, some intro music, you know, like the other podcasts have. Um, And so that's two weeks in a row now for you counting at home. Last week was a very patriotic podcast because uh, we had been on assignment in D.C. the day before. So we sang God Bless America, right? Royalty free, everybody. That's how how I'm making my money here. Uh, This week was a little bit of cold play. A B-side, and uh, not a song that I think more than about 10 people have ever heard before. So go check it out. All rights, music, etc. belongs to those guys. What's going on? It's Quinn David Furness. Coming to you live. We made it to February. Groundhog Day. I got you, babe. Um, Rise and shine, campers. Because it's going to be cold out there. Uh, it is February 2nd, 2019, in the year of our Lord Jesus Christ. How's everyone doing? My name is Quinn David Furness, and I am the host with the most, the best boy, the creator, producer, writer, electrician, key grip, and all the other good stuff that goes into making a podcast this is Quinn David Furness presents the Bean Town podcast or the People's Podcast, and it is is well known among fans. Uh, we are one of Baltimore City's top five hundred podcasts, and we're excited to be coming to you live today from eight one seven St. Paul Street, sort of the mecca for podcasters, if you will. Um, you know, great names like uh, Bill Burr, Joe Rogan, Dax Shepard, Paul Poundstone. You know, none of those uh, podcasters have ever been to my apartment, but if they ever came, it would be a great thing. We could all do podcasts together. I got some tea here, got some Mancala, Cribbage, I make pancakes every weekend. There's a never-ending loop of Michael McDonald playing from uh, the speakers. So it's just a great place to be and a great time to be alive. February 2nd, Groundhog Day. So Punxsutawney Phil emerges from whatever his house is called. It's like Gobbler's Knob. It might actually be what it's called. I'm not sure. We'll, We'll get our people to check on that. But lo and behold, he did not see his shadow. So what does that mean? Two weeks until spring or something like that, which frankly, maybe not that far off because, you know, in the midst of all this polar vortex action, I said vortex like Gore-Tex, polar vortex action, that the this new weather front temperature climate change whatever you want to call it kind of sneaking up on you it's supposed to be 60 degrees by tuesday i think i saw somewhere and if you just do the math it makes sense there's supposed to be like a 70 degree temperature rise from last thursday until this tuesday in the span of what whatever that is 5 days 70 degree temperature rise 
in Chicago. It's not quite that extreme out here on the East Coast. It did get on Thursday probably close to about, I don't know, zero. No, it was probably closer to 5, 10 degrees with wind chill in, uh, you know, negative 10, negative 20 around there on the East Coast. Nothing like Chicago, but still very uncomfortably cold. Um, but already this morning, I mean, I woke up this morning, temperature was like 15 degrees and by 5 PM, it's supposed to be closer to 40. So that's a pretty significant rise. Um, it did snow fairly heavily here yesterday though. So I'm supposed to go for a run at some point today, but, uh, I got to go out. I'm getting to get some groceries, check out the sidewalk conditions, et cetera. But that's what's going on. Um, the Super Bowl is happening and we're going to be talking about that in a couple minutes here but i do want to announce to everyone this is nothing new for the hashtag friends of the podcast but just so everyone is on the same page here february is pledge drive month and i want to uh, thank everyone profusely who has already donated it has been such a success so far and just to give you context for how this podcast has grown uh, from where we were at doing the pledge drive last year versus where we're at doing the pledge drive this year. It's shocking. So last year, I believe we raised uh, $70 is what we raised all of last year, which pretty good for grassroots effort. Um, a nonprofit like the Beantown Podcast. Here's how we're doing so far in 2019. I created the GoFundMe for the Beantown Podcast um, about 24 hours ago. I was doing it at work um, Friday morning, you know, yada, yada, yada. Here's how we're doing. We have raised $160 of our $235 goal in just over 24 hours. That is spectacular. Thank you all so much for your support. Uh, We've got $75 left to go. As a reminder, this money is going towards two things. One, for hosting on SoundCloud.com. Thank you to SoundCloud for hosting us these past uh, 13 months or so. And then also... Um, we are building our first ever website, BeantownPodcast.com. That's going to be going live as soon as we get the last $75 here. So we're making our push. The great news is last year the pledge drive was only uh, one episode sort of thing. This year it's happening all of February. So as a reminder, if you're listening to the Beantown Podcast right now and you're thinking, wow, I like this, how can I donate? Well, there are two ways. You can go find um, our GoFundMe project. Um, just you know, search Beantown Podcast on there. It will come right up. Um, if you can't find it, Venmo works great. My name is Quinn-Furness on Venmo, Q-U-I-N-N, and then a hyphen, and then Furness, F-U-R-N-E-S-S. You see it in the name. It's not hard. Um, if you can't find any of this stuff and you're thinking, I want to support, but I don't know how, just email us, beantownpodcast at yahoo.com. It's beantown, B-E-A-N-T-U-D-E-N, podcast at yahoo.com. We'll get you hooked up with that link. 
Last thing here is a reminder to all the fans, and a lot of you, I'm sure, are already starting to lick your lips, salivating over these donor tiers, because some of you are uh, donating bigger chunks of change than we expected, and so there are going to be some fascinating prizes being doled out here soon. Um, but as soon as we hit that 235 goal, I'm going to start working on um, those donor tiers, handing out those prizes. But here again are the, the sort of tiered incentives. So for $5, you can become a, a friend of the podcast. Don't forget to use hashtag friends of the podcast when you're talking about us on Twitter, social media, etc. Um, but that gets you a personalized email thank you from Beantown Podcast at yahoo.com and anybody who donates at any level is going to be getting um, an email thank you for sure for ten dollars you become a podcaster's best friend that gets you a shout out live on the podcast for twenty dollars you become a gold level member that gets you an improvised song live on the podcast about you I didn't realize how many uh, gold level member plus uh, awards we were going to be handing out here. So we're going to be doing a lot more singing in the future, which I apologize to everyone for. Uh, It's just because we have the greatest fan base here. For $30, you become a Praline Sunday member. That gets you an autographed picture of Quinn David Furness. I'm going to have to head to the CVS photo store to get some prints pretty shortly here because there are some fans who are demanding autographed pictures of Quinn David Furness. For $50, our top donor tier, you can become a Topaz Elite member. That gets you a live interview on the podcast to discuss a topic of your choosing. So a lot of great prizes there. Again, thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone who has helped us Along the way so far, $160 raised, $75 to go. We've still got 26 more days to go. So uh, I mentioned Beantown Podcast at Yahoo.com. We have to close out um, a chapter in this email and a recurring email thread that we've been talking about now for three weeks on the podcast has finally reached its end. So let's catch everybody up on um, where we stood. As a reminder, uh, we originally received an email from a Mr. Rock Chris, uh, probably right around Christmas time. And I finally got around to responding because I'm thinking, you know, hey, maybe this guy is actually Chris Rock. So we reach out to his publisher. Um, on Twitter, not sure, you know, what's going on is, you know, some, sometimes the comedians, we all get together, we play pranks on each other and Seinfeld, uh, Louis CK, et cetera. But, um, so I'm not sure what's going on. So I'm saying, okay, I'll feel it. I'll see what Mr. Rock Chris wants. And, um, we are now to the end of our email chain. So to catch everybody up on where we last were, um, Mr. Rock Chris had emailed me, and I remember last we were talking about I was very disappointed because we had been getting a good conversation going, and then he emailed me just like a very generic, again, like, I need this information from you type of email after we had already opened up a dialogue about um, potentially opening up a lucrative diamond mine in central Pennsylvania. So to get this, like, I need your full name, your sex, your age, your country, your occupation, your personal mobile number type of email was a real real kick in the crotch. Pardon me. So here's what I responded 
to Mr. Rock Chris. This was three days ago. Hello, Mr. Rock Chris. By chance, are you related to Chris Rock? Perhaps we could do a stand-up set together next time I am in L.A. I must implore upon you that it is imperative you answer all of my questions before I am able to consider going into business with you. Tell me, who was the Super Bowl 42 MVP? Which was an original question I had posed to kind of make sure that he was legit. Never got an answer, never will. The clock is ticking, unfortunately, my friend, as another former colleague from west of Abuja, see, now I'm putting the balls back in his court, you know, Africa, uh, is anxiously pressuring me to proceed in accordance with his deal. Looking forward to your response. Do not forget about looking for flights to Pittsburgh this summer. I am able to pick you up from there to drive us to the Diamond Mines. Love, Quinn. And here is the unfortunate final reply of Mr. Rock Chris sent one day after a very prompt response. The subject line is THANKS in all caps, and the letter reads, Dear Brother, how are you doing together with your family? I hope fine. I can see that you are don't seriously for this transaction. Regards, Mr. Rock Chris. And just like that, it was all over. Um, And I should mention, as I was reading those emails, I saw on the side a Chili's 3 for 10 advertisement. I'm not sure what the three is, but um, it does remind me of when I went to grad school up there in Evanston. Chili's right in Evanston. Every town in America should have a Chili's right in the heart of downtown because Chili's is really just the centerpiece of where we've come as a civilization, right? It's got beers. It's got mixed drinks. There's always good sporting events on. The deals are out of this world, so out of this world. I'm surprised Chili's hasn't opened up a Mars franchise yet, frankly. it's When you're there, you're family, frankly. And... It's just the place to be. Why would you ever want to be anywhere else? You go, you get chips and salsa, you get a beer, you watch the game, eat naps, drinking beers, you're with your friends. There is a reason Chili's is America's number one rated restaurant for 23 consecutive years. And that's about all I got to say about that. The Super Bowl. Happening tomorrow, the Los Angeles Rams versus the New England Patriots is a rematch of Super Bowl from 2000. Well, the year was 02, I think, but it was the 01 season. I think that's how it went. Uh, when Greatest Show on Turf came up against Brady, that was the year. Maybe when Bledsoe went down early and then Brady played the season pretty well and then the tuck rule game against the Raiders in the snow. And uh, Adam Vinatieri hit a hit, uh, kicked a game-winning field goal as time expired or with like three seconds left. Honestly, I'm kind of excited and I get nostalgic thinking about that game, not because of the Patriots winning, but just that is one of my earliest memories in life, and you might be saying, "Well, Quinn, you were six, almost seven. You really don't have many memories before that." I don't. 
Like, I don't know about you guys, but I don't even remember 90% of the stuff that I did in high school. Um, so remembering that football game from when I was six is absolutely one of my earlier memories. You know, there are things like family vacations you take when you're younger and you you remember, but in a sense of like, yeah, I see pictures. I can tell you that as a fact, you know, this thing happened or we took this trip, for instance, went to um, Colorado once when I was like five and we drove up Pike's Peak, which is really neat. And I recall that my mom was freaking out because driving up, you know, she's on the outside uh, of not the outside of the car, the outer edge of the car. And that's the type of thing where like in my mind, yeah, I know it happened because of stories that have, you know, existed about it. But do I physically, you know, mentally remember sitting in the car and experiencing that? Eh, maybe. Not really, though. So it kind of gets into, and my psychologist friends, you know, can kind of comment on this. SoundCloud, YouTube, Stitcher, Spotify, CastBox. We're not quite there yet. But other places, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, YouTube, wherever you find your podcasts, unless we're somewhere where your podcasts aren't. Um they can chime in on this whole concept of memory and what's actually remembered and what is like a created projection. Now I sound like Christopher Nolan talking about inception, but long story short, I'm excited for the Super Bowl for that reason. Not so much for any other reason. I mean, there's really nothing about this game that I'm feeling that connected to. Uh, It's a team that I would be happy to never see win anything ever again in the Patriots and another team in the Rams where I don't have anything against them, but it's just kind of, I don't know. They're fine, but I'm not really that excited about them. Um, I really firmly believe that the Patriots are going to win. Like I haven't felt this strongly convicted in a Super Bowl pick in many years. I don't think that Belichick is going to let the Pats get torched for a second straight year in the Super Bowl. That's not going to happen. He's too good. The Rams are obviously a good team, but they had no business winning that NFC Championship game. Um, The Patriots, I think, are strong where the Rams are weak. I really think Sonny Michel, Rex Burkhead, James White, and James Devlin are going to dominate the game. And I really wouldn't be surprised if, you know, Brady finished for like 200 yards and it was mostly just to Edelman um, and Gronk. I just don't think the Rams can really slow down um, that Patriots offense. And what we've seen from the Patriots in the last two months or so is they're just not letting anybody touch Brady. I mean... One, he's not sitting around in the pocket, so obviously that helps. But he just drops back three to five steps every time, gets it out anywhere anywhere from like two to three and a half seconds, and it doesn't matter because he has a perfectly clean pocket. And so when you have a perfectly clean pocket and a running back like James White who can get open anytime he wants and a big, tall receiver like Gronk, and a little quick guy like Edelman, you don't even need a downfield threat because one of those guys is going to be open and they're going to be able to make a lot of plays after the catch. So um, 
in the Rams offense, that's the thing. It's like Gurley has been so strange. There's something wrong there. Cup is obviously out. You know, Cooks and Woods are still good, but they haven't really been magical. Goff is playing fine, but not spectacular. I I wouldn't be surprised if this game isn't even as close. Uh, I know the Patriots, every single one of their Super Bowls has been a one-score game. So I think by the end, somehow it's going to end up that way. But I think the Patriots just easily win this game. I don't know. I might be talking myself into it a little bit too much, but I just don't think it's going to be quite as competitive um, as we're used to. Every Super Bowl since I was, what, like a freshman in college has been pretty competitive. That game was the Seahawks-Broncos one. It was 43-8, to I think the final score was. Everything else the last four years or so has been close, but... um, yeah, we'll see. I don't have as much confidence in this one. I'm also, you know, there's nothing like outside of the game that I'm really that interested in. Last year was neat because um, I wanted to see what Timberlake was going to do at halftime, and it was in Minnesota, which is a cool thing to see. The Prince tribute it was good stuff. This year, it's like okay, Atlanta. Yeah, Gladys Knight singing the anthem is cool, but that's all of what ninety seconds long. Halftime Maroon 5, and I think he's bringing on, or they're bringing on, like, some rappers that I've never even heard of. And it's just, like, is does Maroon 5 even put on a good show? I, I guess we're going to find out. Um, I don't really get it, right? It's a group of five guys. Like, yeah, they've been on the up and up lately with their pop music making a resurgence. But, like, does anybody care about a Maroon 5 live performance, so I would bet they rely really heavily on whoever those rappers are they bring out, but it just doesn't, I don't know. Maybe I'm just jaded. Maybe I just, an off year for me, but I'm not really, I'm not really that into it. We'll see. So, I would want to see the Rams win, but I really doubt it's going to happen. Uh, my final score prediction, I will say Patriots 27, Rams 20. There, one score game, you know. So that's uh, the Super Bowl. One other thing going on that I want to uh, bring everyone's attention to, uh, and then a couple other things, then we'll wrap it up here. Been been way too long recently on the podcast and haven't said that much, so I apologize for that. I'm going to keep this brief. Um, I announced this on Facebook a couple days ago, but I am throwing my hat into the ring to host the Oscars. I've reached out to the Academy haven't gotten anything back, so we're going to keep reaching out until we get an answer. I'm writing a monologue. I'm preparing it as if, yes, I was going to be asked to host. So writing an Oscars monologue is a lot of fun, but it's also very challenging. And I would love to hear from the fans. You know, the Beantown Podcast is the people's podcast for a reason. So if you're out there and you think you got a really good 2018 or 2019 Oscars related joke that you would like to hear um shared in my monologue, go ahead and hit me up uh DM me on Twitter. We are at @beantowncast. Um uh, wherever you uh want to send that message, you know how to find me. Leave a comment, leave an email, all that good stuff. But I'll get you uh, writing creds for it, try to get you into the after party, assuming we're invited. 
So, uh, yeah, we're writing a monologue, and it's a lot of fun. I end up doing a lot of my best writing while I'm um, running, um, because what else are you going to do? That's one knock against running, is it gets kind of monotonous, a little bit tedious, um, repetitive, even at times. So it's a good opportunity to um, flex my creative muscles a little bit. But... um, moving ahead here so let's get into some advertisements or advertisement i guess uh let's hear a word from our sponsors all right are you tired of selling your house for less than a quarter of what it's worth all because you couldn't find a reliable home inspector in time well oregon listeners there is good news Home Pride Inspection Services in Bend, Oregon is Central Oregon's hottest new home inspection provider with inspection services including things like heating and cooling, roofing, plumbing, and so much more. Home Pride Oregon is both contractor certified and home inspection certified, so you know you're getting the good stuff. If you're tired of big real estate stranglehold on the home inspection market and you want a safe, certified home inspector you can trust, call Steve at 541-207-1101 or visit homeprideoregon.com. That's 541-207-1101 or visit homeprideoregon.com. Home Pride Oregon, inspection perfection. I want to give a shout out to the Samsung Q2U series. Samson, for when you need the voice of a man who can bring down 10,000 Philistines. We're still working on, on that one. But I think it's getting closer. I haven't found the magic just yet. But you also give me a break. I don't, I don't think about the Samsung Q2U series except for once a week for 10 seconds after I read the Home Pride ad. So one day at a time, really, one episode at a time. Uh, I also want to uh, mention that I ordered with my Spirit Sky Miles Reward Mile points a TV Guide uh, subscription for 2019 and haven't heard back. I don't know if it was a prank that Mr. Rock Chris was pulling. I don't know if, you know, Amy Schumer, Melissa McCarthy, I don't know if those ladies were pulling a prank on me, but haven't gotten it yet. Haven't gotten it yet. All I wanted was one TV guide with John Goodman on the cover that says he's back. And it says the Connors debuts this, you know, Monday on ABC. Is that so much to ask? Is that so much to ask? So, okay, it is Groundhog Day. I'm going to see it tonight. They're playing in a local theater and uh, going with our dear friend of the podcast, Meg Lundgren, our holiday season correspondent. Should be a good time. I was inviting um, other friends throughout the week, and I got one interesting response uh, of a friend who said, what's Groundhog Day? And I thought she was joking. Um, but it's a PSA for uh, for people listening out there. Some people don't know what Groundhog Day is. So if you see somebody who doesn't seem to know, 
Go ahead, share the word. Brilliant comedy, one of Bill Murray's best. Widely considered to be one of the the greatest comedies of all time. Uh, Bill Murray, uh, Andy McDowell, Chris Elliott, Stephen Tabolevsky, whatever his last name is, and uh, Billy Crudup makes a guest spot, but you didn't know that. His first ever ever, uh, film appearance is in Groundhog Day. So Billy Crudup, uh, a Chicago man like myself, maybe a friend of the podcast. Billy, if you're out there, if you're listening, leave us a note. You know how to find us. So I figured since it's Groundhog Day, we would end with a song. And I know you're really excited, not because we're singing a song, but because you're saying, oh, wow, thank God the podcast is finally over. So uh, thank you to everyone. Reminder, February is Pledge Drive Month. Really excited. Get those donations in. We have a GoFundMe set up. I'm also on Venmo, all that stuff. $160 raised. Currently $75 to go. That keeps the Beantown Podcast running for another year. And it gets us our website, BeantownPodcast.com. How good does that sound? Podcast hosts there. Introduce the Beantown blog. Um, we'll keep all of our Beantown on assignment stuff there. So really excited. It's happening. $75 to go. This has been Quinn David Furness, host of the Beantown Podcast, the People's Podcast, one of Baltimore City's top 500 podcasts. Um, I'm going grocery shopping after this, and I don't know what to make for dinner this week. So if anybody has any ideas, shoot me a message, and uh, I'm open to listening. So thanks for checking us out. Let's uh, let's see. Here we go. That's not what I want to do. If I... There we go. Me, 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 me. Strike up the music. The band has begun. The Pennsylvania polka. Pick out your partner and join in the fun. The Pennsylvania polka. Started in Scranton. It's now number one. It's bound to entertain ya. Everybody has a mania to do the polka from Pennsylvania. Yum bum bum ba bum yum bum 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 while they're dancing. Everybody's cares are quickly gone. The sweet romancing. This goes on into the dawn. They're so carefree, gay with laughter, happy as can be. Stop to have a beer, then the crowd begins to cheer. They kiss, and then they start to dance again. Strike up the music, the band has begun. The Pennsylvania polka. Your partner and join in the fun. The Pennsylvania polka. It started in Scranton, it's now number one. It's bound to entertain ya. Everybody has a mania to do the
the polka from Pennsylvania. Yum ba da ba da, yum ba da ba da. While they're dancing, everybody's cares are quickly gone. Sweet romancing, this goes on and on until the dawn. They're so carefree, gay with laughter, happy as can be. Stop to have a beer, then the crowd begins to cheer. They kiss and then they start to dance again. But um, but um, bum, but um, but um, um. I will also mention that dry January is over, but I haven't had a drink yet. So if anybody out there is looking to catch up or reminisce, hit me up. Uh, I'm around all weekend. <laughs>